0: Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Rachel Twist, and this is Conscious High Podcast. And today I'm here with.
1: I'm Alejandro Noyola. I'm a photographer here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so we actually met on a photo shoot, I want to say like a couple years ago. Right, now. yes. Um, another girl that I did an episode with, Jenny Archer, she asked me to accompany her to the photo shoot and do hair, and that's how we met.
1: Yeah. So,
0: it was a really good experience, and he's a really good photographer, but tell me a little bit how you Mm -hmm. got into that.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I first started getting into it, um, right after, I would say, my grandfather passed away. He was, um would say the soul of my family when it came to like you know family barbecues with the camera or with the video camera and he was always just taking uh, photos um, every single time I saw him and I just thought that was a curiosity because uh, at the very beginning uh, I used to do child modeling mm-hmm. like when I was like maybe five six years old and it was like a very vague like figment of my imagination I used to go to all these, like, commercial auditions and, like... And who kind
0: of pushed you into that?
1: Actually, my mom. My mom has always, like, been very glamorous. Yeah. And um, she's always been very fashionable because my parents used to uh, be music promoters, like in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah.
0: You were telling me that last time we did a photo shoot about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And what kind of promoters... Were they like for small clubs or big venues or what? Kind yeah, of? they
1: they did everything. So from what I remember from experience and and being around with them, they brought in the Latino market to the U.S. Uh, my parents are originally from Mexico, okay. So they brought the whole, I would say, Spanish rock scene, Spanish techno scene, Spanish you know hip hop scene because. There wasn't really a lot towards multiculturalism in the U.S. back in the day. So even though they had a minor part in it, you know, it still kind of reflects on like how the times were, you know, changing and everything was like, wanted to do their own thing like everybody's doing now, which I thought was pretty cool. So it was kind of like a bohemian experience kind of growing up in that environment because um, my parents would bring, you know, like uh, the musician's back over like after party style or they would bring artists and poets and uh you know teachers and philosophers and I was just like so like mind-boggled that like all these people wanted to like hang out with my parents my mom and dad especially and even though they did they they got divorced early on like in my life like they still had like a major influence on like where I do art and photography and you know, just try to bring that culture all together and that's why I enjoy what I like doing and when I started to do um, child modeling it was never really just like my passion, you know, yeah. just kind of posing I mean I know how to pose and I know yeah. how, to, like, how to strut and everything and that's all like muscle memory Yeah. but w- when I'm behind the camera I feel like it, there is more control more action and more creativity on that and I can illustrate on what I want the models or the object to do, and it's always been a big passion of mine. And I started doing that way early on, probably when, oh god, even like when I was in middle school, I had like those little like Kodak. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, know, yeah. disposables. Like, yeah,
1: those disposables. That's and like, where
0: uh, fun because you
1: the Polaroids, yeah.
0: erase it. Yeah, you could. And could've. you just had to shoot and hope the shot was. Yeah, done yeah. and, and I was like, out. yeah,
1: and I was in <laughs> photography class, so I would get like the rolls, and I would like cut them. Yeah. And I would, like, do the whole, like, you know, photo process, like, what it did back in the day. Like, no one does it now. Which yeah. I think it's, like, a lost art.
0: No, and, definitely. And, Everyone's so digital now.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me, like, a very long time. And I, I went to school for it, of course, for uh, quite a number of years. And But I learned a lot. Like, I was an apprentice. I was an intern for all of these, like, That's production crazy. companies. And... and uh, Assisting, and it was mainly part of the Latino community. I think that's yeah. what like opened, embraced me. Um, and it's really weird talking about my Latino roots because uh, I, I think I have a good English grasp <laughs> on yeah. the on the language, but uh, I'm, I'm bilingual. I speak English and Spanish. Uh, I studied French. I studied that's Italian. Cool.
0: I never really learned anything right fairly <laughs> English, it, yeah, but.
1: and uh, I started learning Portuguese too because I had That's a lot crazy. of like I had a lot of Brazilian friends growing up, yeah,
0: too. I had a lot of Brazilian clients when I did hair, yeah, and so like I would try to say something in Spanish, thinking like even though mentally I knew it wasn't the same. But, like, for hair, I'd be, like, Rojo, like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'd finally be, like, let's just look at pictures, and we'd use Google Translator, right? and I would say something into it, and it would, like, decipher it, and they'd be, like, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> right, so I, I tried to, to find my ways uh, on art and, you know, multiple languages, and I think it really helps out yeah. with going to mixers or, like. Try to find, like, clients yeah, or customers. Yeah, you seem
0: like you're a really good networker. <laughs> How did you kind of learn that? Was it through your apprenticeships or through your parents? Because I'm sure they had a... That's well, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is they, they, they,
1: they, were, they were social butterflies. Like, I was very introvert, like, growing up. Yeah.
0: You know, because, I find it so hard to network if it's not, like, an authentic interest right. in
1: the other person. Exactly. Like, and uh, obviously, like, growing up like even though that I like I played sports and you know I had like friends and everything else I just always kind of felt like the ugly duckling you know with like the the mass braces and like the, oh, yeah. you know the whole like shadowy like type of thing I used to be like very gothic growing up oh, like, really? yeah I had like the long <laughs> hair
0: what uh yeah. genre I mean what like time period was that
1: like hot topic gothic, <laughs> or was it like nineties gothic? It, yeah, it, it 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 yeah, it was more what I, what we in the Latino community like to call bizarre oh, uh, really? outfits. Yeah, like because you know, growing, what kind of
0: music were you into?
1: Oh, I'm I'm in the like a lot of or like gothic in the gothic realm. In the gothic realm, oh. like I, I'm I'm very left field. Like it's hilarious. Like of course you're gonna be the mainstream goth with like the cure and the Pesh yeah. mode <laughs> and like ministry. Um but then I would go to like the industrial side with like KDMFM or like uh what's that like Vapor portrayals, like these like weird That's French already beyond my reach. I'm yeah, thinking absolutely. like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Marilyn Manson and Ninja Nails kinda of fall into the whole mainstream category. Like, grungy.
0: Yeah, like, kinda dog. like the
1: grungy dog. But I was like really into like the whole yeah. like, like Halloween everyday type type of feel. And I thought that was like really hilarious because a lot of people Were like, your
0: parents like super pro? Like Explore who you are, or were they like? No, you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Were they judgmental at all?
1: Not necessarily. I mean, the only thing that they were like really disappointed was like the, the fact is that like when am I gonna grow out of this type of <laughs> thing? You know what I mean? Like they're just like, all right, what, whatever. That's like Because I would
0: imagine that
1: they would be like so. Right. Pro
0: that like pro.
1: Right. I mean, they they've always wanted to achieve like my my goals and the statuses because a lot of the times that especially now i think a lot of people our age group are trying to reinvent themselves because like the first process didn't work out as correctly as they thought you know and i was talking to a good friend of mine who um like recently just like got divorced and She was stating that uh, she felt like she wanted, like, the white picket fence and, you know, to be, like, in the longevity of this. And then she saw her friends just kind of, like, blossom into entrepreneurs or into business-like-minded things or stuff that they really admired or enjoyed. Yeah. And, you know, her life was kind of slipping away from that. And I kind of thought that that was a very retrospect kind of look at our age group. Yeah. Because we're, we think, oh, we're going to focus on this and we're going to do this until the very end. And then you realize like, oh, fuck, uh, that's not going to work out because of like responsibilities and financial strains and yeah. relationships. And, and
0: just like growth and figuring out you're not that person you were right. when you were like 18 to 21. Mm-hmm. And you've maybe been going down a certain path that you're like, I went so far oh yeah off the road. Yeah, definitely. where I wanted to end up. Yeah. So, what do you do to kind of keep your mind on your goals? Like do you set like mini goals and Yeah. Do you have like a vision where you want your company to go? Yeah,
1: definitely. I I every day I I have like a little like goal you know like a goal list that I always try to do you know every time I try to wake up like I look at my phone or I look at my calendar and yeah. see what I have going on that particular day and if I need to move some stuff or I need to like reevaluate that like maybe this may not be a good time because the other also factors is that you also have days where uh not a lot of times like will work out for you like my mental anguish times or yeah. physical times or I ate some bad sushi the other day, you know, (laughs) type of stuff. So you just really have to just elevate from that. But I think as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, it's a lot more difficult than what a lot of people assume because you're not only like meeting with your consultants, but you're also meeting with image consultants, you're meeting with the retailers, you're meeting with uh, the people who do your products or evaluate your products, like, and it's a pain in the but like every it's single, not yeah. all creative yeah it's work. not yeah it's not a creative work like you feel like you're doing all, like almost like all the stuff but in reality you're doing like less than 5% of what you thought that you were gonna do
0: yeah no definitely and then you gotta think about like budgeting and doing your taxes <laughs> right <laughs> all, those, all those kinds of things right. where it's like especially if you want to save money, you don't really delegate that or outside Right. That.
1: Like, everybody thinks, like, when they're 20, 21, like, they're going to, like, go to, like, this music festival or, like, this after-parties club. and be like, oh, wow, I can live here forever and this will, like, be my <laughs> life and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, do you got, like responsibilities yeah oh you have a kid you have even more responsibilities yeah you have a job and like that, yeah this it, keeps going yeah it keeps
0: on going <laughs> and you can't be yeah. 25 forever living in that mindset of right
1: like, a- absolutely and there's a way to balance that of course you know yeah. like take like mental days off or do yoga or meditate I always try to like, meditate every single morning as I can
0: yeah, that's been something I've been working on because you really see such a huge difference of like not just your sleep.
1: Yeah. So Smith, uh yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. So how did that. you
0: get into meditation?
1: Um, I got to it through <coughs> um actually accident. Um Really? Yeah, so uh, when my grand uh, dad like passed away,
0: how um, old were you then? I
1: was probably like about seventeen, going on oh, okay. eighteen, and it was really hard in our family because um, you not only find like aspirations, you know, like somebody that's like holding down the fort or the glue yeah. or something until it like disappears out of nowhere, and I feel like that that happened so. Ultimately, you uh, know, it was probably the, the first, death, like, major death that, like, affected me yeah. as, as a person. and Like, not a lot of people go through that. Like, oh, yeah, your goldfish died or your dog died or something. But still, those are still major factors. Like, yeah. you, your first car accident or, like, your first, like, real bad mistake that you did, you know, yeah. like, it lingers on you. And a lot of people don't really understand that. So... What I try to to do a lot, like most people do, is, um, you know, I'm just going to act, you know, like, bad behaviors type Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, I'm going to stay up all night, or I'm going to smoke cigarettes, or I'm going to drink this whiskey bottle I found, you know. Yeah. And uh, people try to find substitutes. And I think I didn't really try to find substitutes at a very early age because of, like, my parents' stories or, like, Mm -hmm. these people that, like, came by... And I was like, hey, I remember that guy. He looked really torched out. Like, what, what was his deal? You know, yeah. like stuff like that. So it just kind of put, you know, that whole mental anxiety type of feel.
0: Yeah.
1: Overall, it just became, like, so pressured in, you know, because you had family members, you had work, you had jobs, you were, you know, going to, going to college. So I, I took a, a year off and, like, tried to explore, and I, like, went to, like, where my granddad like used to live in Mexico, oh that's really yeah, cool. like I took a bus, and like, did I, you
0: meet anyone that knew one yeah,
1: yeah, I met a- I met family members who I haven't seen him oh, here, like wow. yeah, since I was like a little kid, and this is when I was like eighteen or so, but I never really did anything bad i I mean obviously, when I was in high school, I used to throw like little shindigs, little parties, little hangouts, yeah, um, just because like people really like my music choice or what I do with my photography skills, I was also yes. like. Playing soccer as well.
0: And so, in turn, instead of kind of indulging in any, I'd say, like negative traits, how did you get more towards meditation?
1: Meditation, um, like I said, after I met my, you know, city where my granddad lived and all that, it just became more. Is it something
0: that they did there?
1: Yeah, more like a clarification. Okay. you know like kind of like more of like you know i need to do something with my life i need to like exercise i need to like instead of being depressed instead of being like all sad and
0: yeah, everything else bad for yourself. yeah
1: so i i started you know running around my neighborhood when i when i got back i was like you know what i'm going to get in shape i'm going <laughs> to do this i'm going to like focus i'm going to like be a new part i know that like my family members don't want to see me be very like upset and all this stuff because I, I also suffer a lot from a lot of social anxiety and a lot of like yeah you know pressure when it comes to just being who you are because growing up at a young age they diagnosed me with like adult attention like uh, attention disorder like ADD yeah you know, and was I was like a, well now it's called adult attention deficit disorder yeah but then it was, like, but I guess it, it goes the rest of your life, and it's a moment in your in your brain that has, like, 5,000 things, like, going at once, mm-hmm. and you're still standing still type of thing. And it, like, really fucks up. It kind of yeah. sends
0: you into, like, a freeze. Yeah. You can't kinda, do anything. Yeah, it
1: can't do anything. Like, yeah. you're always, like, preoccupied doing something that, in reality... You should have never done it in the first place. <laughs> you shouldn't place, even you know? have started that task. Yeah. You need to be doing Like, that. I'm cooking, but I have to clean the dishes first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just It just doesn't make sense.
0: No, I dated somebody that had it, but they didn't take any medication for right. it. Right. And I'd be like, just clean the closet. Like, do a chore right. or something like that. Right, And then, like, I would come back an hour later and they <coughs> hadn't done anything. And they would just be going through, like, an old box of toys they had when they were a kid. And, like, looking at them and being, like, happy and reminiscing. Just staring <laughs> at them. And I'm right? like, that's great and all. <laughs> but right. you've literally done nothing.
1: Right, exactly. And, and I guess
0: it's just, like... Like you said, just like there 's all these things you need to do, but then you need to center in on something right. that doesn 't really matter right it doesn
1: 't really matter of course it 's probably just like a
0: stress reliever yeah, like,
1: it really is a stress reliever, and a lot of people that, that don 't really quite understand about you know being diagnosed with with so many uh, issues on anxiety or yeah. mental pressure or anything of that value like a lot of people kind of go through that and it 's like more of a support group, more of like a therapy type of relief. Of that, and that's how I started like meditating. I, I went uh, running, and then I went to like, I guess like there was like a little small gym, by where I used to live. Yeah. And I saw these people outside, kind of doing like yoga, like very early in the morning, and I didn't know what that was. Like I've heard You're like, about well, why it. What are these freaks doing? Yeah. Do <laughs> like, <laughs> just well, you know, as as a young guy, I was just like, oh wow, who who are these like hot young like you know <laughs> yeah. like, little. You know, I was just like I was amazed by it. I was just like, whoa! And I was like, that's all you do, like for an hour, just like stretch and like kind of feel the sun and like the the air and the environment. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. And at the time, I wasn't really doing anything. I mean, I would you know be eating junk food and just like stay in bed and like watching TV or play video games. You know, just regular with stupid you know people would do in like their free time
0: yeah but that just little interaction that you saw kind of what? inspired
1: you. yeah just kind of made me realize that like hey I may not do this long term but yeah. I need to escape from it I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do this and I you know I have my yoga mat and you know I'll, I'll do everything so that's how I kind of got into the whole meditation and then I like met people who also suffered from like social anxiety and You know, people who had panic attacks and what they did and everything else.
0: What would you recommend for somebody that is wanting to be an entrepreneur or wanting to kind of just get better at networking, but has social anxiety? What are some techniques (laughs) that you use?
1: As cheesy as it sounds, I always like to talk in the mirror.
0: Okay, what do you, what is something that you say?
1: you know i I, w- I would be like, "Hi, my name is Alejandro Noyola. I'm a photographer here in Dallas. Nice to meet you. Yeah. How are you today? And just and make yourself like as yeah, yeah, just kind of yeah as yeah, pleasant sounding, smile a lot, you know, try to give out like you know be being, being I guess being the whole Latino. <laughs> yeah. I use my hands a lot, yeah, so it works out, and especially like in other cultures, like they always tell you that like you know using body language, using arm movements, you know, changing up your picture, your voice, like, will make conversation a little bit more interesting, a little bit more appealing. As to, like,
0: storytelling. Right,
1: exactly, yeah. So that's why a lot of people like true crimes, you know, or podcasts that have this whole sentiment value to it because, overall, you're, you're feeling that presence or that energy towards it. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that until, like, they're driving or they're listening to this or they're cleaning or they find something in, the, in that point. And what I started doing with, like, meditation is, like, I started doing, like, breathing exercises mm-hmm. and I started, like, pressuring, like, pretty much, like, all of my body points that, like, felt, like, really, like, tense. Yeah. And that's how I, I, I found out Kind that, of like
0: an acupuncture, yeah, than, like, a like, point. Yeah,
1: definitely. And and that's why I've always, like, been very intrigued on, like, even mm-hmm. when I when I did my whole wild years on, like, drinking heavily or, like, going out to like, late hours of the night, yeah. you know, I always found myself, like, relaxing, taking breathing meditations, like, in the morning, you know, with my coffee or tea, Yeah, and people just kind of look at me all weird, like, why are <laughs> you, like, doing that, and it was, like, you know, after a nice. heavy, uh, yeah, after a heavy day yeah. of, like, being ridiculous, like, you know, like, drinking... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. early in the morning,
0: I always feel like after I hang out with people, just other people's energies, uh-huh. I have to just like meditate and release those, right? So that because it kind of does, like, if you're at a certain like wavelength and then you are around someone that's like slower or higher in their vibrations, I feel like it still kind of offsets you where you're not right. like that median temperament <laughs> that you want to stay at,
1: <laughs> of course. And that, that's how I find myself doing more like the meditation all around, but a lot of people don't really recognize that they need this type of meditation. Yeah. Um and that's how I was thinking about. I think about it makes like, a
0: lot of people, like what I hear from at least women that I talk to, is that it brings up a lot of uncomfortableness of sitting with yourself and sitting with your thoughts and then right. like allowing them to pass without like getting super fixated on right.
1: And I think the the good way of, of realizing about meditation, it doesn't really have to... I mean, of course, it has to do with, like, workout and, you know, mental, you know, stability. But it also brings center to yourself. Like, you have to realize who you are and let that ego get out of the way. Yeah. Because I think that's why a lot of people are kind of hesitant about meditating or just kind of being centric to oneself because, A, you know, they find it really stupid that to, like take silence for like a minute or yeah. you know just not doing they just shit don't for like get it yeah on any level or yeah like don't do shit for like 10 minutes you know yeah I mean? like that
0: would seem so unproductive yeah for a super type a right. personality
1: absolutely and those type a personalities always try to find like an OCD pattern to like no I have to like keep on moving if yeah. I don't keep on moving I'll die you know what I mean like yeah
0: that's probably the people that need it that's yeah the they
1: need it because they're like so fidgety. I mean everyone needs it yeah most, everyone but. needs it yes <laughs> so that's why I, like I found this like support group and they were like really cool because I would have like bouts of like panic attacks and I would just find you know people Uh, that would have that uh, sensibility that, like, hey, you're not the one alone in anything. Yeah, they have a
0: lot of understanding. Right. And that really helped you with being able to put yourself out there and networking. Yes, definitely,
1: yes. And still... To this day, like I, you know, will have a, a mini bout of a panic attack, but just yeah. like more internal, not more external, like I used yeah. to. Like I'll, I'll like I'll find it. Like
0: you know what's going on. Yeah, but you you're know. Hopefully like, not in your mind. You're like I'm not exhibiting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can maintain yeah. this. Yeah, and 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 even now, like I get kind of like flustered just kind of like thinking about it, but I have to because yeah. that's the only way in order to go forward. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times. Uh, people are very ignorant mm-hmm. uh, with their mental issues or what their feelings especially guys
0: yeah like a, they're not aware yes they're of not like aware themselves and their mm-hmm. actions and people are very defensive right and just accepting any kind of incorrectness maybe.
1: right yeah absolutely and uh, the whole like touchy you know feely subject about you know what guys go through and all this stuff like we all go through mental agonist as well I mean it's you know I mean we hide it like super deep inside yeah (laughs) but you know the the fact is that not a lot of people could express their feelings a lot more and I think it's very dangerous because there's a lot of people who will mistake that for a fantasy or reality and a lot of people like You know, don't want to be a part of that because that's how they get a little bit tense with that nature.
0: So I noticed you do a lot of studio photography. Right. Um, What all kind of photography do you do?
1: I used to do product placements uh, years ago when I first started out doing cars and watches and anything that like, yeah... Anybody would trade off, you know, and needed some work for, like, eBay or something. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. And then, um, besides from that, I started doing sports, because I I love soccer, and I went to all these soccer events. I went to these wrestling matches, like, these amateur wrestling matches, which were really cool. Mm -hmm. And they love photographer there, because they're, like, all (laughs) flexing and everything. And I was just like, this is hilariously cheesy. I like this shit, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I, I like to shoot... Anything that's moving, like yeah. an animal, or a hummingbird, or a dog, and those those are really fun to do. But then also like events, you know, photography. Those have probably been one of my like greatest things because you get to capture the group setting. You get to capture like the moment that's there. You know, even did it, you
0: ever do like club photography? Yes, or...
1: I have. I have that. That was when I, I first started going really wild when I was like twenty one. You're
0: like, I'm gonna make this like. Yeah. Pay off both ways. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. I, I started out very early too because nineteen, twenty. I was like young. I couldn't even like get Get in in. yeah um that's your way in
0: then. yeah if you're an underage photographer (laughs) oh yeah
1: no definitely I I knew one of the go-go dancers and she was my age and and she told me I was like yeah ladies could enter in at 18 but guys have to be 21 and I was like that's such a stupid rule like you know (laughs) that's so like pervy you know like uh yeah I went to like those clubs and then I went to like lizard lounge because I really love you know like electronic music I really loved like going out there meeting all the DJs and that was really fun and then I got to meet those candy kids and the promoters yeah and everybody wanted a photo and then that was how I I got doing like club photography all over pretty much the Dallas area and then I went to like Austin and I went to Houston and oh, I like cool. you know went to like all of these like small events but the cool thing about that around the exact same time my cousins had a rock band oh uh, so they also did the whole Deep Elem scene yeah so they would go to these like hard rock what was the name band. of the band the band well, would t- anyone know that yeah well probably not because they were only a band for like maybe what a year and a half or something I mean that's
0: pretty long yeah. for a band <laughs> I mean they,
1: they, they were more like they fused like Punk with like hard rock and like death metal or something like.
0: I mean, I probably have seen them play. Right? Yeah, you. Pro-
1: they they've done so many events with their like creepy like van that they had, you know, like with all their other equipment, uh, but they were called Infamous, and. uh I don't think I've heard of them. Yeah.
0: Not to say I haven't seen them <laughs> because back then I would go to shows like. Oh my God! Non-stop. They
1: they did shows at the Curtain Club at. Uh, there used to be a place called The Rock, which is now called, like, um, has the rooftop. Wits Inn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they played at the Wits Inn. They played at the Three three Links, yeah, I yeah. think, in Dallas.
0: I feel like I never go out, but I definitely know Deep Well,
1: especially now with the quarantine, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of places have like permanently closed down yeah like lizard lounge yeah like
1: lizard lounge and you know it's it's very reminiscent that you you talk about like when I started doing club photography because that's what kind of got me in like my own studio type type of feel was that if it wasn't for all these people who were so energetic and you know liked my you know shyness you know they found it very you know, um, endearing, Endearing, yeah, because I was doing something different, you know, I wasn't part of their crew. I mean, if you see me now, I'm not wearing any tattoos.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't
1: have any battle scars, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, I'm just very plain, you know, especially with with my glasses, you know, I look, like (laughs) you know, Dexter's laboratory here, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so how did that kind of lean more towards doing studio work?
1: Right. So, When I started doing studio work, um, I was working for a small production company at the time and they did like, (laughs) they did like B movies in Spanish and and, like sell those DVDs to like Latin America and they would sell them and it would be like the cheesiest like action films, you know, (laughs) that that you saw in the early 90s late 90s yeah. type of feel you know where it's like literally the same bad guy like every four scenes
0: so what did you do for that so
1: i was just an intern i would like just uh, i would do the daily like props i would check the schedules i would do the time meters but i would also be learning to on how to use the lights and the cameras and you know how the director said action, even though that it was, like, a cheesy movie, but, you That's know... It's still cool, though. Yeah, yeah it's still, I like, would
0: still be, like, I've worked on movies. Yeah, so, you know, so like, I'm kind of Hollywood. Yeah, exactly, like... <laughs> I get, like, an inflated ego so easily. <laughs> As
1: a Leo, I, I think... Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it, it does. That. I was like, well, ooh, I used to do this, I used to do that, but... You know. Yeah. I so I started, like, developing these, like, skills, and then, like... Um, you ever do any kind of videography yes i used to do i did a music video like 10 years ago
0: oh really I did a, the was album. it for anyone
1: cool yeah it was uh,
0: you're
1: like no and she's <laughs> listening <laughs> yeah well yes and no i mean it was for like a local like rap group oh, here cool. um, at the time they were called dallas aztecs but they had okay. uh they had <laughs> okay. no. but if anybody's listening out there um snow the product is a female hip-hop artist in the u.s and uh, if you haven't heard from her i mean she's got some amazing work and you know from the get-go even just meeting her before like you know doing all these mixtapes and all that stuff she seemed like the most fiercest artist like Everyone else was kind of goofing off, but she seemed like on her A-game. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, she's taking that it scared the serious, fuck. Too. That scared the fuck out of me, but at least, <laughs> I love that intensity. I love, yeah, like, driven They're people. raising
0: the bar. Yes,
1: you know, I, I love honesty people, you know, especially when I'm doing shoots or something. I yeah. always try to ask questions and try to see how their motive is or, you know, their feelings and all this stuff. Because I, I want to get inside their head to, like, know what they see wrong what they want to do how they want to be approached and I learned that a lot from like just social networking yeah you know and that was one of the things that I would go to these commercials I would go behind the scenes I would you know talk to the cooks to like go you know on the other side of the club so I can go in so if the bouncer was being like all bitchy at me because of my age (laughs) I would just go find the cook and I would just be like Hey, how's it going? How's yeah. you know, your little kid? You know, it's like, hey, I'll bring that video game. Cool. Okay, I got in, like I would find little, a little you become to get yeah, in. so you become like a little hustler. Yeah. Like and you find like little motifs and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But what people don't realize is that once you're you're kinda of doing this, you're kinda of actually getting up, you know, levels yeah. of like how to, you know, persist yourself with talking to individuals negotiate yes how to <laughs> negotiate yes. I want to say manipulate but I'm like <laughs> negotiate negotiate In, yes um, a
0: more positive word <laughs> right absolutely I feel like I used to be good at stuff like that and now I have like well I guess now those problems don't really arise <laughs> I'm right trying I, to work my way right into something now I just feel like I'm so like if someone w- doesn't think or doesn't want to give me an opportunity to do something, I'm like, I will create my own platform (laughs) 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 and do it myself. Like, no one's going to hold me back but me. And I do that very well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and that's, you know, um, I'm sure your audience would know, but... it also just really depends also, and I found this very cheesy as well, like your whole astrology signs and yeah. like the day that you were born and like... Yeah, so we're well, both
0: Leos, if, yeah. they, if anyone cares. <laughs> right, if, a,
1: if anybody cares out there in the podcast world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but um, I guess I, I, I told you that like I have a cancer moon or something. And yeah. Like, I have like...
0: I could see that because I feel like cancers are more emotional and withdraw into themselves.
1: Right. Well, you know, my, my mom and, and my brother... But then son makes yeah. you more
0: like, but I have to be outgoing.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and ab- ab- absolutely. And, and that was the thing about, like, when I started looking at every astrology sign, like, who I compared to, especially, like, my parents or my brother. Yeah. I have a younger brother who's a music producer. And uh, he's uh, the most talented individual, you know, like, I guess because I'm, like, a big brother, you know, like, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, like you're be, hype on them. <laughs> Right, like, it's, it's like, hyping. But, no, at the exact same time, like, even when we're, like, fighting or even when we, like, don't see eye to eye, like, we still, like, see ourselves as, like, people of, like, grand exterior because, yeah. like, it's the way, like, how we kind of grew up and, like, know about this. We kind of know each other's, like, faults. And I don't know if you have any siblings or anything of that nature. but But you... But you yeah. He's
0: a Scorpio, though, so oh, we don't okay. talk. <laughs>
1: right, yeah. Well, my brother's a, my brother's a Cancer. Oh,
0: so, so he, that's a good
1: kind of... A, kind of. You what know. is
0: it called? Complementary. Right. your son. You know,
1: and, and it's, it's really hilarious because we're actually born, like, in the same month. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's born on July 17th. Mm-hmm. I'm on the 30th. Okay. And then my so mom is on July 14th.
0: Ah, so she's a cancer as well. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So kind of growing up, like I guess to make it like a little bit more affordable, like we, me and my brother, we would kind of like the same birthday. Yeah. Or we would just like kind of have like birthdays. Like I would have like kind of like presents early because of my brother. Yeah. You know, or vice versa. You know, so but they would make it like really cool to like see that, and I, 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 I thought that was a really interesting, kind of like. Non fact about my life that like me yeah. and my brother, you share know we're born. Birthday. Yeah, we we share. We share. You know, birthday <laughs> I month. I was
0: like that bratty kid that on anyone else's birthday, <laughs> I'd be like arms crossed, pouty. Like in every picture that you see me at my brother's birthdays or just like friends I Dude. had, I'd just be like, if it ain't about me, then I don't care. And then when I got older. I would just be like, go to the bathroom when they were going to open gifts, because that's how much I could not tolerate it. <laughs> I was that much is of a that, psychopath. Is that,
1: is, is that your older or younger?
0: Um, he's older.
1: Older, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so you can't kind of get the latter, you know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, I'm an older brother, and I, I really don't care, you know, for, yeah. like, any pity, you know, that, like, my brother has. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, here's 20 bucks. Like, yeah. do whatever.
0: No, I was a brat. No, definitely.
1: Yeah, but I I felt like the younger sibling always gets, like, the more, like, leniency than anybody else.
0: My mom was so much more strict on me than my brother. But also, it's like a male to female kind of thing. Right, yeah. The guy could be like, oh, you can go out all night and hang out with your friends, but you, you can never leave the house because you're a woman. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess it's just
1: different in that way right well you know I I I find it you know very peculiar because I I grew up in a a very extended extended family um because um my my mom has like what three sisters and like four brothers or something and my dad also comes from a big family yeah they have like six sisters and, like, two brothers. That's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, on top of that, like, all of my cousins, mm-hmm. you know, like, half of them are, like, female and the other half are male, you know, but, it's so it's, like, if they're male, that's, like, more of the decade where it was just, like, male-controlled as to as far as, like, now where it's all female-controlled, you know, because, like, everyone started having, like, kids, like, later yeah. on in life, and then you realize... I'm the eldest cousin out of like everyone else, so I was like technically the big brother oh. for like everyone. So I had to like <coughs> listen to like, you know, my cousins crying because a boy didn't like them, or I had to like take these girls to like their favorite like boy band group, yeah, that's or I had to yeah to go, yeah, I had to go <laughs> get them ice cream, or go to the mall so they get their ears pierced, or you know the glamour shots. You know, like I just felt kind of a big brother yeah. in a sense where oh, I'm. I I have to drive okay. You're always having to take care of everyone. right yeah absolutely but you know it was it was all of us yeah you know which was like really cool because like in the summertime it's like hey could I spend time with you know like my cousin Christy and I was like oh yeah for the summer you know and or could they spend the time over here you yeah. know and all this stuff you know while you're at work and I was like yeah cool whatever because we take care of one another which was like really fascinating to think about yeah but the, like the majority of like the girls and like the women also makes you realize that as a guy we're just like we're idiots because like <laughs> you know like if you put like three maybe four guys together we're gonna do something like ooh let's play like you know see how far this you know this tennis ball could you know you,
0: you know th- up breaking yeah something. breaking
1: like a vase or something or like we're playing uh, <laughs> like we're doing uh, the uh, Yeah. And we're just making a mess on the floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: One time, I still have flashbacks (laughs) about it, but I was... This is like 10 years ago, but I was really drunk and I was playing like an aggressive defense game for beer bomb which isn't a real thing and there's no you shouldn't you shouldn't but I was just like waving my hands everywhere to distract them and then I like knocked over all of my own oh, cups my and everyone just was like you ruined everything like I ruined Christmas uh, is how everyone was looking at me and I was like luckily we're in a garage but like yeah. still." and uh, yeah, I'll never go back to Forney now.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was like that was the whole idea. Like, guys, we do like stupid shit. Like, we just watch like a no, boxing. No do
0: that kind of. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> we'll watch a boxing match and see like how many Fritos we could like put in our mouths or something. Yeah. Like. And then show and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Doing the but then, like the women of the group, they would like be making food or they would just be drinking a shitload of wine and just mm-hmm. talk about like their daily problems with like their exes or whatever and I'm just like thinking to myself and I was like aren't you a little bit too old to be like talking about this and then they get mad at me because like they're like this is have." yeah this is like (laughs) you're the problem that's why we're talking like this and I was just like on behalf of all men Mm -hmm. I apologize like
0: yeah I think I mean what do they say like intelligent people don't talk about people right like intelligent people talk about like ideas and mm-hmm. like theories and stuff like right that. i think we just all get stuck in this idea of like i don't know probably just staying in like bad relationships exactly. and then trying to like talk it out with your friend of being like am i an idiot for staying do you think they're gonna change what should i do <laughs> and it's like deep down you know <laughs> you know the
1: answers yeah and uh that's that's one of my 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 things is that uh it's really hard to balance uh personal life and business life like yeah. most things do and um I know that a lot of your listeners also go through that exact same you know difficulty on trying to like balance out like oh could I be in this relationship or you know, could I do this because I have this responsibility, or what's a good way to reinvent ourselves, you know, whilst trying to to do all this? And some people do it and some people takes like so much time and effort that oh, it yeah. kind of, it's like a struggle.
0: And I think there's a lot like an invol like evolving. Right. You know, like you can take steps in any kind of direction, but once you get there you might change, you know, and be like Maybe I don't want to make hip-hop music. (laughs) Maybe I want to make country music. Right. just kidding. But, yeah, I couldn't imagine. I don't know how people, like, go to college, get a career, and stay in it for 40 years. Like, that's... To me, I would be insane.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a different mindset. You have to think about it. Like, you know, looking at my parents' generation or, like, my uncle's generation... They were taught a different way. They were like, you know, shut up, you know, keep your mouth shut, and you know, just keep on doing. Yeah, as like and I do your like due diligence. That's
0: why older people yeah. are so miserable. Yeah, they're, up, they're,
1: up, they're <laughs> uptight. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and they like, I feel like they'll look at me being really happy. Like I go into like a restaurant to go like pick up food, and like the old all the Karens and I don't
1: know what the men are called like gym (laughs) bombs the gym (laughs)
0: bombs and they'll just be like all like growly like all the John
1: Smiths out there yeah and I'm like I'm sorry I don't
0: have to like I choose to be happy every day like I don't know
1: and see that that's the thing like (laughs) when it it, 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 I like that meme that says like like 1990 like um it shows a guy like he looks drunk as fuck but asleep, and like his friends are drawing him with the with the chart the Sharpie marker. Oh yeah. And I hate when people do yeah, that. To and, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and they go like, you know, nineteen nineties, like you know, drunk, you know, adolescent. Mm-hmm. You know, it says like today. And I was like Instagram rapper, you know, because he has all the tattoos, you know, all this yeah. stuff, and that's what permanent. right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about, like this generation and the next generation coming up. Like, I I like how it's like headed to a direction where everybody can. Be themselves, yeah. which is really cool with the hairstyles and right, the they tattoos have a and everything. Of their ego. Yes, their <laughs> ego. But like all these older people, like we were talking about, they get literally like upset about. Like, I think
0: because they're so repressed. Yes. Like emotionally repressed, like they weren't ever able to figure out who they were because they felt so much pressure on maintaining a role that didn't serve them and didn't right. fit them.
1: And, and th- that's one of the things that I guess kind of scares a lot of people is that the more mortality type of thing, like I'm gonna be doing this for the rest of my life, or I'm gonna be be with somebody for the rest of my life, or I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Like people yeah. kind of get like anxious about that. And when I talk about like that's support, another
0: thing you have to take it day to day.
1: Right, you take it. That's it, why I'm a,
0: not okay with commitment because I'm like, <laughs> we gotta wake up every day. Yeah. <laughs> But you can walk away at
1: any day. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> or I think, every other day. And I okay. think that, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why it's so prevalent like with the support groups, because you know, yeah. we, we don't feel alone and all this stuff. And I always try to encourage people to like go online and you know how did you
0: find your support group?
1: I it it varies it, it you know from time to time like you
0: ever I, quit a support group because you're like these people are so not supportive <laughs> <laughs>
1: I need no, more support <laughs> I I I moved a lot growing up okay so it it took me a while to like find support groups or like people that like just didn't fit that mentality in my mind because um, yeah I'm not gonna name any support groups but a lot of <laughs> you them, start
0: coughing <laughs> oh, this
1: one. right but like I guess the more religious type of support groups have this more judgmental. more judgmental as supports like the ones who are off site from the, yeah. you know, the things because they see it as uh, a higher point and which is great you know but not a lot of people are going to be on board with that because it kind of takes away from the illusion of like this is reality like yeah you know uh, you know no offense to people out there but you know, gods are not going to pay your your light bill. They're not going to pay your rent. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: I think that is just such a quick out for people. Right? Yeah, that absolutely. Like, you you know, they tell you their problems, and they're like, "Okay, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to give you no real like methods for improving your situation. Oh yeah. And I'm not going to like really get into like even depth about it. I'm going right. to cut you off. Yeah. And say God's going to solve that for you. <laughs> Like, that's kind of all you get in my experience as well. Right. Like, there's no real Oh, you've, been to, one, you've been
1: to those church counseling things? Oh,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I was raised and going to church, like, all the time. Like, several times a week. Right. My mom was super religious.
1: Right. And, and,
0: yeah, it's just, especially for a kid, you have no option. Like, don't force your kids to go to church. Like, it's abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get like how people think it's a good idea, but people in church aren't necessarily good people either. <laughs> like they're just right. They're it, just people. Yeah,
1: it, it's 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 it it kind of ruins the psyche of like a young kid or or, or a teenager because you're trying to find answers and people are trying to be judgmental around it and it kind of throws Uh, you off and
0: gossipy very gossipy yeah (laughs)
1: very gossipy
0: it's i mean i guess it's like any community right honestly because like there's church and then there's like actually going to school super gossipy right people are super shitty to each other and then when i got into like different club scenes i was like this is all it's all kind of the same like people yeah. being judgmental gossipy but then like portraying that like it's all about inclusion
1: and- oh yeah like what tripped me out like later in the years were those like used churches that mm-hmm. have like the dj and the rock band oh, yeah. behind them and i was like hey let me pray for you really quick and i'm just like thinking to myself when did this become a creed concert it's you know? oh it just, yeah like-
0: no those are the kind of like we went to like mega churches like that. Oh, uh, those that mega churches! Yeah. yeah. And uh, half the time, like the people that perform in the bands, like don't even go to that church. Like they pay them to right. come there and play. Yeah, it's Which, crazy. like I get, but then I don't get. It's I don't like know. It's, it's more of a business at that yeah, point. Yeah,
1: it's like okay, like there's this like, I know this is way off topic, but like <laughs> there was this like church, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. that the government's, like, trying to ban because uh, they believe that their higher power is, um, like, the peyote cactus. Oh, hell and, yeah. And they, like, <laughs> and they eat it, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, like, for the Indians. But because of, like, the drug laws and everything, yeah. like, these Native Americans and these...
0: Uh, I follow newsletters for that kind of Yeah, stuff.
1: like, they're, like, oppressing them because it's not, like... Because it's not a Christian church or it's not, like, you know, a... They're
0: doing it with, like, they're making it, like, an... Like, I don't want to say, like, necessarily religion. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to bring, like, ayahuasca churches, like, in quotes, to America. So people can do retreats here. Oh, yeah. I think that's really cool. And and
1: I'm all for it because um, I have various friends who suffer from PTSD. Yeah. And some of them have been, um, you know... And have any anyway.
0: of them done ayahuasca?
1: Oh, yeah, they tell me all the time. What? Yes, yeah, so I have a friend... It seems
0: like it's so Well, physically... Yeah, I
1: have a friend who, uh, unfortunately, like, went to, like, war. And yeah. uh, she uh, also, like, got sexually abused, like, inside, like you know one of the, the you know the military camps yeah and i was uh like very like sad to hear about that and she told me and i was well i feel a little bit better i've been doing therapy and i was like that's great and i was like i actually like she went to like i think florida yeah <laughs> out of all places florida to like try to, yeah <laughs> to try like a ayahuasca like yeah. kind of like a retreat for because she heard that like a couple of PTSD, like, patients, like, went there and, like... Because she was going to either try, like, ketamine, you mm-hmm. know, for that. Or for yeah, and depression. I think it's legal
0: to do, like, a micro-dosing of ketamine now. Right. Like, I think it's experimental at this Absolutely. point, but there's a place in Dallas, I heard, that does it. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's what I. That's what I saw online. Yeah. <laughs> don't quote me.
1: <laughs> and she was just telling me about, like, how that experience, like, really kind of, like, changed her point of view. And, like, yeah. she didn't, like she, you know, she said that she was, like, very fearful, like, once, like, she went through that process, but, like, after her many, you know, like, she said it was, like, kind of like a black hole. Yeah. And she started seeing vivid colors, and she started seeing all these flashbacks, or went to places in her time that were, like, very deep and emotional, and saw some higher being, and I thought, wow, that was, like, she must have, like, yeah. a lot of, like, re, you know, like, oppression, like, in herself that, like...
0: Yeah, I've watched videos of people doing ayahuasca. Yeah. And then, like, and I watched a video of a guy, like, trying not to trip. Yeah. And he was just, like, sweating and shaking. And I was yeah. like, dude. Like, and he was military. Yeah. And, and I yeah, was like, you got to let go. <laughs> yeah, and see,
1: that's the thing. Like, people have to, like, let... Let go of life and like and enjoy and the enjoy, process, yeah, and enjoy the process because I, I think the people who are really, really, really like oppressed, I imagine inside. it being
0: like the Willy Wonka, like tunnel rush, right? <laughs> like, longer. yeah, <laughs> longer, yes. Oh gosh, it's it's terrifying, but also, I love doing things that scare me, right? Because I, I hate there, myself. There, <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> there, there's this uh, famous like Spanish quote. That uh, uh, one of uh, a good rock artist said, uh, and he says that your, your, uh, I would say, how do I translate it in Spanish? He goes like, your scariness of your mind is my curiosity. Yeah. And I thought that was like the most poetic thing Mm -hmm. that like any Spanish person has ever said, you know, because I like that intensity like yeah. of a person like trying new things like and I guess that's how I kind of see myself mm-hmm. because when I started doing photography as I told you like I was very like scared I was very shy I was you know very like close minded yeah and then when I started you know just pushing myself more and more and more at the edge of the cliff. Like I felt like more braver and started doing all this and doing talking. And that's why I like talking to you. Yeah. I like doing this whole podcast. I think this is really like this is my first time doing this. So like, oh, thank you. I'm you know, like I'm it's glad it's, I'm it's
0: your first. It's, I'm so gentle. I'm sure Right. <laughs> no, to other people. No, you're you're
1: such you're such a great host, and you're so. You're so what sung.
0: projects do you have coming up that we should look forward to, or any? things about the future that maybe people would be interested in
1: yes so i am going to start doing a podcast Ooh. uh live stream uh, with my brother oh
0: that's exciting yeah um, the music producer yes the okay. music
1: producer what's he, his name his name is ab floyd ab floyd All yes right. and uh he wants to um obviously we're kind of in quarantine mode so i'm probably doing my laptop but yeah um we're going to be doing this whole uh, music project together, uh, kind of like a gorillas type of thing That's where it's animate, animation and, you know, music. So it's all types of music. It's a pretty much like a collage. Yeah. You know, it's hip-hop, EDM, rock, trip-hop, salsa, like anything that we can like put our minds into it like Yeah and, we'll get it to yeah, and we're going to have audiences and fans like listen to it and vote for it and also talk about like just random stuff cuz as you can tell guys I like to talk about <laughs> just random things in my life
0: And how can people find you online?
1: They can find me online on instagram.com/noyola photos Okay or instagram.com/noyola media which is now my multimedia page that I'm going to start promoting more and more. And um, that's where they can find me. I'm also doing a YouTube as well. It's also in the link, and I'll be building up my website as well. So look out for that coming soon. Hopefully that should be done uh, around the summertime.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and be sure to check them out. And we'll talk to you next time.